This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the ban on Kaspersky Labs products gets implemented without a peep from the acquisition community. Workers with the Bureau of Land Management will soon find out their fate as the agency relocates some of its jobs. And one lawmaker wants an investigation into federal weather forecasters getting in trouble for going against the White House. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. There was not a lot of pushback on the decision to ban products and services from Kaspersky Lab. The Federal Acquisition Regulations Council received just three comments after publishing the interim final rule last October. The FAR Council has now issued the final rule implementing the prohibition of the company's hardware, software, and services in the federal supply chain. The regulation applies to all contracts, including those below the simplified acquisition threshold of $150,000 and for commercial items. DOD's other major cloud computing contract hits its first road bump in the procurement process. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. The Defense Department's $7.8 billion contract for email and collaboration in the cloud is under protest. Perspectica Enterprise Solutions filed a complaint September 9th with the Government Accountability Office over the award to CSRA General Dynamics IT for the Defense Enterprise Office Solutions, or DOS, contract. This is the first major challenge the DO's procurement has faced since it began last October. GAO has until December 18th to make a decision on the complaint. I'm Jason Miller. The Senate version of the 2020 Defense Appropriations Bill jumps its first hurdle by passing the Appropriations Subcommittee on Defense. The bill gives DOD nearly $700 billion next year. That does not include military construction funds, which are handled in a separate bill. The Defense Appropriations legislation increases research spending by $9 billion compared to last year. It also gives more money to funding 5G, cybersecurity, and artificial intelligence. All federal agencies have nearly doubled their spending on artificial intelligence research and development, according to a budget supplement to the president's 2020 budget request. The supplement shows current non-defense agency spending on AI has reached nearly a billion dollars. That's about how much all agencies, including DOD, spent on AI research three years ago. U.S. Chief Technology Officer Michael Kratzio says the supplement shows the first agency-by-agency snapshot of AI spending. The Office of Management and Budget and the General Services Administration have greenlit a pilot to recruit candidates with autism for hard-to-fill cyber jobs. That's just one of the top three ideas that won $300,000 as part of the Trump administration's Gear Center Challenge. OMB and GSA also awarded prizes to teams to reshape an evidence-based decision-making course for federal employees and to leverage administrative records to better measure the effectiveness of agency programs. The Navy Department has hired its first chief learning officer. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. John Kroger comes to the Navy from Harvard University, where he served as a professor at the Kennedy School. Before that, he was Oregon's attorney general. Navy Secretary Richard Spencer picked Kroger to head up a series of education reforms he first announced in February. Those include the development of a new online community college run by the Department of the Navy and new research hubs on the east and west coasts. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. 
Airmen can now download two Air Force handbooks on their iPhone or Android. The handbooks are also known as the Little Brown Book and the Little Blue Book. The Brown Book establishes expectations and standards for enlisted airmen, and the Blue Book focuses on the profession of arms. The Air Force released the literature on the Apple App Store and Google Play to help airmen study for promotions. The app also includes a study guide and flashcards. Employees at the Bureau of Land Management will have a better idea next week of what positions will relocate to Colorado and other western states and which ones will stay in D.C. Just 3% of the BLM workforce works in Washington. The remaining 97% already work in the field. The Interior Department says it wants all BLM employees to go along with the relocation or find other jobs within the department. BLM says Interior has implemented a temporary hiring freeze to keep other positions open for those employees who declined to relocate. Federal agencies take steps to protect animals used in federal programs. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The State Department Inspector General reports problems in the way Jordan treats the nearly 100 explosive detection dogs it received under a foreign assistance plan. Ten died, others live in filthy conditions and are overworked. The IG recommends states stop sending dogs there. Counterterrorism officials disagree. And EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler directs $4 million in grants to five colleges. They'll develop ways to improve or eliminate animal testing in environmental research. I'm Tom Temin. After reports of federal weather experts being reprimanded for contradicting President Trump's claims about Hurricane Dorian's projections, one senator is calling for the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's Inspector General to open an investigation. In a letter to the IG, Senator Gene Shaheen says the public must have confidence that weather forecasts are based on scientific, not political models. The House Veterans Affairs Committee will investigate credentialing, privileging, and reporting at the Veterans Affairs Department at a hearing later this fall. The announcement came after VA's Inspector General said it's investigating allegations that a VA doctor in Arkansas may have misdiagnosed up to 3,000 veterans for over a decade. House VA Committee Chairman Mark DeCano says the Arkansas allegations and suspicious deaths at the West Virginia facility call VA's responsibilities for credentialing and monitoring its employees into question. And two former FEMA officials and the former president of a major disaster relief contractor are arrested for bribery and fraud. The Justice Department says the contractor gave Asha Tribble, who was then FEMA's deputy regional director, gifts and a personal credit card in exchange for steering contracts his way during the agency's efforts to restore electricity to Puerto Rico after Hurricane Maria. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on on Twitter, our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.